Hello and thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you a fair warning that this episode is one of two that I recorded with a hot mic. Unfortunately, I did not realize until post-production. However, the content was already recorded, so I apologize, but please enjoy the content. Hello, I'm Taj, also known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business. We explore NFTs and highlight the businesses that are shaping Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Today is actually a very big day in the NFT world. It is the first day of the inaugural GeckoCon conference, which is held by none other than CoinGecko. CoinGecko is one of the most popular websites to go to for following the prices of different cryptocurrencies and NFT projects. They keep adding new features so that way you can actually track NFT coins and and various things. But they are fully embracing NFTs and that space by holding a conference. Over a hundred speakers and some very famous uh, people are involved in this. CEOs of very different uh, various companies, uh, Animoca brands. We have uh, the president of Vayner NFT, Akon, uh, celebrities. It's it's just uh, an amazing event over the next three days. And one of the first speakers of the whole conference was Zoop, who is one of the co-founders of nonfungible.com. And that is just a, a wonderful resource for anything as far as Ethereum NFTs and just being able to track the prices, the movements, and just getting a lot of data. And to kick off the whole thing, to really give a picture of the NFT landscape, it was, I thought it was great. The graphics he had up and everything, it was just some very insightful information because especially if you are someone who is just diving into this stuff, just absolutely loving it such as I am, and you are on crypto Twitter and you're speaking with a lot of people that are in the NFT space, whether it be creators, you're on Discord, and in the space in general, it's easy to think that the whole world already has NFTs, is is uh, neck deep in, in cryptocurrencies, and just 100% familiar with the space. However, if you come offline and start to have conversations with the people that you know, you will quickly realize that you are in the minority. And this beca- became even more evident today with the data and the numbers, which to me was absolutely mind-blowing. As we all know, the media goes absolutely crazy when uh, the, the next millionaire or the, the, uh, the crypto billionaires are just making a fortune overnight. And of course, with, with the record sales of NFTs, especially in the spring of this year, just everything was just going crazy. And all you hear is big dollars, big dollars, big dollars. And because of that, it seems like the whole world came into NFTs trying to make a quick dollar, get rich quick, and it it just seems like everything was flooded in the market and was so saturated. But it is very clear that we are still in the beginning of things. And the data is there to back it up. NFT volume in 2020 was $70 million. In 2021, and we're not even through the year yet, we're already over 10 billion US dollars in value traded. So we are seeing exponential growth and it because of this, it's easy to just assume that everyone is in it. But the numbers that really sticks out to me and is very shocking is the number of wallets. In 2020, the data that nonfungible.com uh, tracked 
is 89,000 wallets was actually trading and transacting. Now, mind you, to get the full picture of everything, uh, you would have to go much beyond this because primarily this is tracking the activity on Ethereum and, and, and mainly OpenSea. But to know that we went from 89,000 wallets, active wallets trading and interacting in 2020 to over 611,000 wallets to date as of this year, we can see that the growth is definitely uh, going up. However, the dollar volume is just absolutely blowing that away. So because of that, the media is just is just pumping this stuff and is absolutely encouraging it and because of it so many people are coming into the space and just flooding it with money but the number of wallets the number of people that are actually trading isn't growing at the same place as money is coming in so the data actually shows right now it is a lot of whales a lot of people with a lot of money coming in very big into the space the number of people in the space is absolutely growing but it is not keeping pace with the dollars that are coming in Anyone in this space has known about uh, CryptoPunks, but the, the information that was presented about CryptoPunks, I thought was just very insightful and very interesting. If you're not familiar with it, CryptoPunks is a generative project and they were actually given away for free. 10,000 CryptoPunks. They, they look like 8-bit uh, 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 old school Nintendo Atari graphics and they were given away these 10,000 for free in 2017 which is absolutely unbelievable considering what they are selling for now, hundreds of thousands and even millions of dollars. But what was most surprising is the fact that CryptoPunks are really not decentralized at all. In fact, of the 10,000 that were originally minted in 2017, only about 63% are actually in circulation. The others are either lost because uh, the, the wallets, uh, people aren't able to access them or they're just holding them long term. But uh, he presented them as just being basically frozen. The 63% that are on the market, believe it or not, 27% are controlled by the top 10 owners. And the top 100 owners control 72% of the circulating supply. So the big whales really came into the space primarily last year and they just bought up just tons and tons and tons of them. And because of it, they're controlling the supply they're able to keep the floor very high. So I found that to be very interesting. It's unlike, say, a, uh, the Board Apes Yacht Club, where the apes are more spread across many, many wallets. And the thing about the CryptoPunks is the fact that they are just uh, being controlled by such a small number of people, in essence, they really control the price for these collectibles. But speaking of collectibles, uh, collectibles make up the vast majority of the entire NFT market right now. Again, we were given some just amazing statistics as to actually what is going on and to give a better picture of everything. Collectibles make up about 76% of the entire market, which is by far the, the biggest use case scenario for NFTs at the moment. And that is really just tipping the iceberg. And it is really, art only makes up 9%. And, and gaming actually surprisingly only makes up 7% of the entire market. So just between collectibles, art, and gaming, that is 92%. Uh, metaverses, which is really driving the news cycle right now and, 
and uh, just getting a lot of headlines is actually only 2% currently at the moment. But because uh, looking forward, we're expecting the metaverse to really take off and all these different things. But right now, what is dominating the entire market and really moving the price and all the market volume, it is collectibles. And other projects that don't really have that much utility, if any at all, so over time, we're probably going to see a shift away from that because as more businesses are adopting this and they're seeing uh, the value of blockchain, what NFTs can do for brands, what it can do for authenticating uh, things of high value, uh, the space is, is going to move away from a 76% dominance of collectibles by far. But for the meantime, that is really what is driving the news. That is what's making the headlines. It's, it's all these collectibles and the shock, sometimes outrage as to how much people are willing to spend on these digital collections that really uh, might not have any real world value. And as a result, we, we saw that uh, the prices are actually calming down right now as far as what the market is doing because uh, right now there are just so many collectibles flooding onto the market that really don't offer any utility. And we're seeing the, I would say the market fatigue of people just pouring money at these things. The novelty is sort of over. And now we're starting to see uh, some projects come out that have some real teeth, some real uh, utilization and real real world application. So some people are saying, oh, NFTs were just a bubble and it is popping and all this stuff. But believe it or not, the actual price of NFTs are going up. However, uh, we're seeing that the overall volume, the number of projects, the things that are just being put out in mass production uh, is going down. And we can see that just the, the sheer volume of what's going on on OpenSea and in the Ethereum uh, market and you can sort of apply this across the board to to every blockchain that really has nfts but specifically from this presentation in march of this year we're talking about a 200 million dollar peak volume for the week in march and you know of course that is a lot of money but it is nothing compared to the 1.7 billion dollars that we peaked at in in august of this year and now we're back down to about the 200 million again for a week of volume of what's being traded. And it might seem like that was a huge bubble and it just popped. But really, uh, the data does not really support that. And especially when you see the number of wallets as we discussed and uh, what's going on with these whales and everything, what we're, we're actually seeing is uh, more people are coming on and the adoption is definitely going up. But the initial novelty and the excitement of just really just buying anything that said NFT is over because once the news really is uh, generating all of this because, you know, once uh, everyone hears that uh, just a regular Joe Schmo uh, made a few million dollars on NFTs, everyone started to jump in it and they're just buying literally everything. But uh, I, I think uh, it's great to see uh, the, this space sort of uh, stabilizing, if you will, and uh, more uh, quality is coming onto the market. And also keep in mind that NFTs, as far as uh, anyone encouraging people to just invest in NFTs, that is very dangerous advice for the simple fact that the majority of these projects are going to fail. They're go probably going to zero. And uh, to not really understand where the money is going and to put up say house money or money that you can't afford to lose is just a very dangerous and silly thing to do 
because at the end of the day, we have no idea where any of this stuff is going to go. And also, NFTs are fairly illiquid. It's not like just straight crypto. If you have Bitcoin or the Ethereum coins or whatever it is, uh, the tokens itself, they, they can move, right? It is very easy to transfer your ETH to someone else or sell your Bitcoins or exchange it on a market, swap it for another coin, put it back into US dollars or whatever currency if you need to. Uh, NFTs, on the other hand, are very illiquid. It's sort of like tying up your money in real estate. Of course, real estate is it has value, but let's say an emergency happens. It's not like you can sell 100 acres of land uh, within the next 24 hours to be able to pay for that emergency. Your, your car breaks down. You can't just sell uh, a bunch of NFTs really quickly and get the value so that way you can pay your rent or something you know, in a quick, short amount of time. And I thought it, uh, some very good advice was given uh, during this session when... The idea was presented that you really shouldn't tie up your money that you can't afford to to let sit there because when someone really needs that money and wants to sell their NFTs in a rush, that is how they lose money. But let's say you bought a, a piece for two ETH. An emergency comes up and you need some money. You don't have time to let it sit on the market so that way you can get the price that you necessarily need, but you need the money right now. Let's say you need two, $3,000 in a hurry. People in general are going to list it for what they need just so they could sell it as quick as possible and they end up losing money. So because of that, if you don't have the patience, you don't have the runway to just have your money uh, sit there, then it's, it's a very dangerous investment and people really shouldn't be uh, encouraged to just throw money that they need into any of these projects because, again, they can go to zero. Or if you need that money right away, there's no guarantee that you can sell it. It is very liquid. So I thought that this session just really showed a, a good picture that the the market, it, although it's still in its infancy, is starting to stabilize a little bit. And uh, looking forward, you know, seeing that games really only make up a fraction of what's going on right now. We just know there is so much growth and so much potential for the future because once the gamers get in, they're going to really spread it and things are just going to really take off at that point. But until the next uh, big push, especially from gaming or whatever it will be, uh, right now we're just trying to see things stabilize and the quality is getting much better for us enthusiasts until it gets to the point where it has mainstream adoption. So never forget that we are in this thing early. Be patient, be ready to ride out. We are early and the real use for this stuff and the real application and the utility is still in the future. But it is absolutely amazing to be here and on the ground floor. Although, you know, many of us that have come into this space after, well after the uh, crypto punks were given away for free, we feel that we are late to the party and everything has blown us away and left us in the spring. However, we're still early and the majority of us are still, the, you know, the pioneers within our circle for this space. But so far, so good. I'm really enjoying this conference and I just look forward to seeing some more sessions and hearing um, what else is going on in the space and, and I'll be sharing the best of the best uh, with you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know what you are interested in, what you'd like to hear. And so until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. 
As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.